Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Ducky! What coming? Is that a go? <laughs> <laughs> There's a ducky countdown! Ducky, 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 ducky! <laughs> uh, obviously, folks, if you're not listening, this Dozovich. is the Chucky of discussion. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Tucker and, and Dozovich's promos, but it, it's Dozovich's thing. Uh, you sh- you it's should follow me. them on Instagram Ducky. or Twitter. Uh, but welcome everybody to the 35th episode of the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, if you if you yeah. need more, don't forget to check us out. We need more! Where do we get more, Tucky? And iTunes. Uh, we are podcast.com. Yeah. Uh, we're also, you'll find all the links to Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we've got a, not a, a lot of new friends on, on Facebook this week. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, please. Yeah, a lot of people share. who like steaks and weights, Tucky. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, share, share the podcast. Share the, uh, the, the blogs uh, if you like it. Share the podcast, but don't share the steaky wakey. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking murder you. See, Tucker Knight, there's no way he puts up with this shit. There's no way the real Tucky can put up with this for more than two minutes. <laughs> you, you want us to do what? Alright, can it just be like 30 so- seconds? Yeah, cause like my wife and I kids can keep, are coming. I can keep going. I can keep going. No, he can't. He can't hear us. He's just. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, word. I'm Tucker Knight. Hey, Tucky, Tucky, don't say anything on flattery. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> we we've got <laughs> we've got some. You know, we're, we're doing the uh, the West Coast. Uh, we're, we're in San Diego right now, and uh, I, I guess we're going to... We're you going know what else we steakhouse. are? You know what else we're doing? What? We're coming! Yeah, we're coming. Yo, we're coming. Tucky! We're, Tucky, let them know what we're doing. We're, we're, co- we're coming. What? That's right, we're coming! <laughs> Scene. Damn I it. could keep going, Tucky. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we're at BOD Podcast. That's going to be for Twitter and Facebook. You can actually find us using that handle at BOD Podcast on Facebook. Um, Mike, 
we got a lot of, we got a lot to talk about today <laughs> um a lot to talk about Tucky. yeah we've got uh nxt big week uh we've got oh nxt i love nxt yeah <laughs> you know should be number one contender who's that Heavy machinery, guess what coming? <laughs> ah, sip of coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make an Irish coffee the next time Dozovich comes to visit the podcast. Um, ah, you should make a heavy machinery coffee. That's when you float a piece I of steak in <laughs> Extra juicy. Uh, well, some juicy. Uh... <laughs> Some juicy entertainment had uh, had by all the WWE uh, universe consumed by us. Uh, so we've we've got, like I said, the NXT news, NXT champion. Uh, we've got some uh, some heel heel turns uh, on SmackDown. We've got uh, we, we've got number one contenders uh, for both the WWE Championship and the Universal Title. Um, there is so much good wrestling to talk about, but there's also a couple bits of news that fall just outside. Uh, Mike, yeah. the WWE announced, and this was part of our guest last week, uh, that they had big news to deliver on Monday, and it it was huge. Oh. Yeah, this piece of news was juicy. <laughs> Tucky! You know what they did, Tucky? They said... There's going to be a new pay-per-view. It's just going to be the ladies. Which is how we like it. Yeah. Now, uh... A juicy pay-per-view. Dozovich, if... <laughs> this voice is killing me, oh, Tucky. <laughs> I'm running out of steam, Tucky. <laughs> we got to get you another steak. Yeah, I need some steak. It's too much, <laughs> it's too <laughs> much red meat. Tucky! Tucky! I need a cough drop, Tucky. <laughs> Put the stick away, Tucky. I need a cough drop. Alright. <laughs> I gotta step away from the mic, Tucky. I'm gonna throw up blood. Alright. Alright, well, those of it, you, you suck on those cough drops. Um... I'm sucking! <laughs> sucking! <laughs> Does that mean, uh, Dozovich, right. if you're taking a break there, is, uh... Yeah, I'm taking a break, Tucky. The other Tucky. brother discussion, <laughs> I hope, is, uh, is around. We're gonna bring Michael back in, Tucky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming! <laughs> hey, hey Mike. Are you sick of that voice? Just a little bit. I don't know one. how Tucker <laughs> Tucky deals with that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because he doesn't he doesn't do anything weird. Like they no. were they did they meet at NXT? Uh I, I haven't researched any of this. Okay, uh, no, that's fine, because I don't know either. So I, like what it looks like is like Dozovich and, and, and Tucker show up. Uh, they they don't have a gimmick, so the two of them are just like you know, like Tucker's like you know what, Dozovich he's he's a little weirdo, but you know I think I think I can make this work. I think his 
outgoing personality will will work well with my you know I'm I'm sort of pulled back I'm reserved uh, and that was that's where the mistake started <laughs> it's just poor Tucky is now Tucky he's got to eat steak all the time and I I mean and 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 breaking the fourth wall he's completely overshadowed in that <laughs> tag team. I never want to see a microphone in Tucky's hand. I only want to hear Dozovich <laughs> gurgle out his <laughs> promos. We're uh, coming! That's... No! 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 Okay. Dozovich, take well, a nap. His name was Tucker Knight. No, I don't sleep. There's no sleep for heavy machinery all night. <laughs> We gotta um, learn to do like just impressions of you know, like, Adam I, Cole and AJ Styles so that it doesn't mess with the vocal cords. Yeah, uh, we'll figure those out. At some point. Um, I have a good Roderick Strong one. Not, I'm, I'm just I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> you have to you have to say a joke and then say that you know I'm joking because the joke wasn't funny enough for us to understand that it was a joke. <laughs> um. He should start, you know, pulling some humor from uh, Mr. Kyle O'Reilly, who made me laugh pretty hard when people sent him a bunch of gifts of the Undisputed Era stopping in their tracks from Mustache Mountain, and they said, uh-oh, you're scared of Mustache Mountain. And Kyle said, I, I was scared. I thought it was the Bee Gees coming after us. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, <laughs> Oh, we're talking about Tucker Knight. Like, yeah, they're, you're trying to figure out how they met and got this together. It has to be a thing where, like, they met once. Yeah. You know, on the road. You know, it's late. This guy's getting a steak, and, you know, he's new to the roster, and he sees this little chubby cannonball man. He also gets a steak. Hey, you know, me too, bud. He's like, oh, he likes steaky. <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> what else do you like to do? I, you know, I'm a wrestler. I lift weights. Ah, I loved weights too. <laughs> you know, maybe we could be pals. I mean, you're gonna lighten up a little bit, right? Oh yeah, I'm just you know, I just talk like this a little. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> two years later. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't think I sound weird. <laughs> I don't sound weird at all, Tucky. It's 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 Tucker. I know Tucky. <laughs> It's a special that's, bond between That's what I say. Tucky. <laughs> yeah. Tucky. That's right. Woody, are you hearing it different? <laughs> Tucky. Tucker. Tucky. Tucker. Hey. <laughs> I think we got something. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they dive into that for their, their future <laughs> promos and their eventual breakup. Um... Yeah, but in WWE 24, I can't wait for that episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, where they're eating two dollar steaks. I can't wait. Uh, well, now you know like but... where our priorities lie with with pro wrestling <laughs> because I actually we brought up the women's evolution <laughs> and we just started talking NXT um, on a weekly basis. Uh, it's hard not to talk about NXT, but Mike, we have to do it. This is huge. The women's evolution Huge. is here. It's what we predicted last week. I'm still waiting. I, I think they are going to do a women's tag team. 
uh, title, even though last week I said that's too many titles. Uh, I, I just... I. I if they're talking 50 women are coming uh, to the show and we have uh, the end of the May Young Classic, uh, we'll have two different uh, women's championships defended. And cl- I mean, there's no way Ronda Rousey's not in that main event. Um, and I, I, I'll go as far as, you know, are, are we going to see two, the, the two factions of the four horsewomen get started because we'll only be a month away from Survivor Series. Yeah, um, last I checked, didn't we just have a major, 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 major debut recently in the old Performance Center? Uh, mm-hmm. you mean just inside mm-hmm. the Performance Center? Mm-hmm. She is the wife of the yeah. Roderick Strong, Marina Schiffer! Yeah, she's, uh... She's pretty cute. Good old, good job, good job, Roderick Strong. Um, it is more than we expected from Roderick. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I just pictured like his wife looked just like him. <laughs> just yeah, a couple of knockers. Uh, like just, you know, like Dodie Doan around at the performance center. But um, yes, yeah, slightly longer hair, and then yeah, like just know. same face. Yeah, we're in a and then like his baby yeah. also is like has Roderick Strong's head, like same size, and then a little tiny baby bunny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where we're going with that, but uh, yeah, she did. She was at the performance center. She's been at live shows, uh, so you know we don't know if she's ready, but we know she's uh, trained just like Roddy Strong uh, in mixed martial arts, and she she'll. She'll 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 be able to make a simple um, formula look good because she can move. So she she already she knows how to fight for real. So all she's got to do is learn how to, you know, kind of keep it simple. Uh, kind of like Shayna Baszler, just obviously part of the you know both of them both uh, part of the four horse women, but they they can make it look good because they've been doing it professionally. Uh, it's the same thing with with Brock Lesnar. If you you go stiff, keep it simple. You you got a couple things you can do right. Do that over and over because yeah. that's what you would do in a real fight. You don't you don't have to play it like WWE 2K18 or 2K19 where it's like whoa you can't do the same move twice. That's ridiculous. Right. Um, yeah. Which I, I I will say I do I I've stopped playing those games because I love doing suplexes and elbow drops off the top rope and when you can't do that because you have to strategize. Fuck it. Oh. Um. Anyways, well, <laughs> I don't know well, why I, I no, changed the subject just... again. Uh, let's finish this conversation <laughs> on the <laughs> women's evolution. Um, what's what's right, Roddy so Strong's wife? Stephanie name? promised. Oh, uh, Marina oh. Schaefer. Thank you. So Stephanie promised um, then, now, and forever. Um, so that sounds like we're probably going to get some May Young Classic uh, competition on that pay per view, which I'm not complaining about. But I think um, they said the just the final is the just the final will be yeah. that night. So we'll get okay. everything up to that point. Uh, so we should probably get. Does that mean we're going to get an NXT Women's Championship match I as think well? One hundred percent, we are. I think we'll see. Uh, I, I think my my best guess is Kyrie Sane's gonna win 
at uh, TakeOver. And Ooh. the rematch will be at Evolution. I know we're doing fantasy booking now, and then that'll give that'll be the opportunity for Rousey to grab a title, uh, Baszler to grab a title, and then introduce you know all the the you know the whole faction of the Four Horsewomen. Uh, and then uh, you know I, I think at that point <laughs> Becky Lynch will have uh, the SmackDown Women's title, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Maybe even uh, Sasha and Bailey have the women's tag titles. So. See, that's, that's an interesting point you bring up. Um, yeah, if there's... You know, it sounds like it might be a little soon to actually have them square off, yeah. right? You know, uh, we haven't even seen two of the uh, four horsewomen who actually fight. Right. <laughs> in the UFC. <laughs> we haven't even seen two of them fight yet in WWE. Um, and then, you know, one of them on the roster, Ronda, she has, what, two fights under her belt? Uh, Televised, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's something we're looking forward to. I, I would be shocked if they actually, you know, went through with it and had a battle. Um, it'd be a pleasant treat if it all worked out, but, you know, I, I'm fine to, you know, hold that off until, you know, make me actually want to watch Survivor Series or, you know, uh, that'd be an f- incredible WrestleMania match to uh, promote. Um the two worlds of WWE and UFC and women. Um, How do you book that? As far as what else? Like, looking back at Vince's <coughs> decisions, do you just book it How do you for book it? the UFC four horsewomen to just destroy, you know? You're, you're, you're making well, the argument, well, we've got four Brock Lesnar's against, uh, you know, just some women that we've trained, so... <laughs> well... I don't know if it would be that bleak because um, it's an elimination match and they win four to nothing. Never, Ronda doesn't even tag. <laughs> I'm going off topic. If you don't, we, let's get back to the. Well, I mean, you can have underdogs, and I still, I still think that Charlotte is one of the biggest women of these eight. Yeah, she is the biggest. Um, yeah, good call. She's pretty tall. I'm I mean, kidding. you know, if you were, you know, it was medieval times and you were recruiting able-bodied men, you'd pick up, you know, Charlotte, because she's an able-bodied woman. She's she's of broad shoulder, you know, tall stature, strong jaw, you know. I'd pick her to fight my wars. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that Charlotte would be the, the one that kind of evens the fight, I'd say. You know, if you're throwing out Sasha, I think that's a joke. Um, you know, that's that's just kind of like what Daniel Bryan alludes to. He's like, if I'm ever going to fight Brock Lesnar, you know, I have to put on some beef so that people can say, you know, there's no way this little, you know, five foot eight, hundred and you know, ninety pound guy can do it. But you know, if he puts on some beef and he gets up to two fifteen, okay, you know, depending on the strategy, maybe he'd come out on top. <clears throat> so no, that's a good point. You know. Maybe Sasha will put on some beef. Uh, we'll see her jack it up to 220. You know, uh, that'd be pretty a good cool. storyline with that <coughs> would be Take and Dozovich go to Sasha and Bailey just to give them, here's how you cook a good steak. Keep it juicy, Bailey. Yeah, you gotta get them nice and juicy. <laughs> you just delicious. Kept talking about beef. That's all I can think about. Um, <laughs> well, I guess maybe that's um, that's the future of this of this. Well, paper that's kind view. of a pie in the sky. Yeah, yeah that's a pie in the but sky. Yeah, that, I, I mean, 
if we get down to it, this this is an amazing decision. Uh, you know, based on, I, I guess, you know, we we have other news. Well, I feel like even the even the men can't really just carry a uh, gimmickless pay per view, right? There's usually some grudge match, some something with toys or cages. Yeah. Um, do you think they'll kind of cheat and do? Um, uh, uh, you know, like they did in India with the Greatest Royal Rumble, or Saudi Arabia. I apologize. Do you think that they're gonna try and do something like that with the women, just to try and force feed you know more of them onto the card again, some sort of battle royal, anything? Oh, like that? okay. I didn't know if uh, you were saying this was gonna be a throwaway pay per view <laughs> and storylines won't matter. Um, so that's what. That's always my takeaway well, from the Greatest yeah. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a glorified house show, for sure. Um, well, that's... Is that a strong likelihood for this pay-per-view, then? If we're going to have all these clashes from Raw and SmackDown and NXT and below NXT as far as, like, the Mae Young Classic? I think I think there's going to be a large match. There's going to be, you know, like a five-on-five five or maybe even bigger. Um, I guess it would have to be. Maybe it's, like, five-on-five-on-five. On five on five. Uh, but then, like, the question comes up, you know, Stephanie mentioned it in her speech. You know, this, uh, through the years, women have changed matches to being, you know, 30-second throwaways to main eventing pay-per-views and Monday Night Raws and SmackDowns, right? So, do you celebrate the women's evolution by having a ton of you know like just having a massive match where everybody's getting pinned and and you know 15 second intervals because you know you can't you that makes sense is what i'm saying is to do a match with all those women but is it the right thing to do that night or should it just be a highlight of the best wrestlers cut it out cat's eating my microphone well i mean i guess if if (laughs) Depending on who's writing the yeah. show, right? You know, if it's whoever puts together the NXT takeovers, um, I think we've had a couple takeovers where there was maybe, you know, one tag match, and then the rest of the card was high-profile one-on-one bouts. Uh, I'm thinking of, you know, when we would have, uh, you know, Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream, and then, like, main events would just be Gargano versus uh, Almas, you know, going at it. Um... Or you even have, uh, we can do a better example. You know, Gargano and Ciampa was main event, and then the the title bouts were just kind of lower on the card. Um, we'd have to have some really strong NXT-style writing to, uh, I guess, get that kind of card going. Because that would mean that we just have emotional bouts on the card, like emotional payoff bouts. Um, and right now, I what could have been the strongest one would have been, you know, Sasha versus Bailey, <laughs> and now they're hugging again. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they screwed up with the timing on that. They like Bailey had been floundering for such a long time, and when they finally pulled the trigger, and and this is my argument for there still being an announcement for the women's tag titles. Um, you know, they 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 looked around and they went, wait, how are we going to build out these tag teams? So, that's why I think that that storyline is so bad, is so confusing, and it's just, it's coming off insincere, and... Yeah, it's it's yo-yoing, for sure. 
Because um, I thought we were finally going to get that, you know, uh, ally, ally, and then they turn into enemies, and then, like, uh, we haven't officially had, like, a real pay-per-view fight. But you're right. Now if they said, well, crap, let's do this women's evolution pay-per-view um, let's introduce a tag team title. You know, that'll be another cool new thing that we'll bring in. So we've never had that before. Because um, the roster's never been strong enough to actually uh, justify, you know, having that kind of um, yeah. uh, belt. Um, well, it's... But yeah, if you're going to have, if you're going to have, like, either clear-cut babyface top contenders or title holders or winners... Because um, this is going to be a little bit like a women's WrestleMania, where you kind of, you know, probably want the baby faces to win the tag titles that mm-hmm. night. Um, you can't really do worse than the two of them. I mean, they're they're over. They're they're pretty shiny baby faces. I know Sasha gets credit for stabbing people in the back if you ask Corey Graves, but um, <laughs> she's so beloved. It you know she whatever she does, she's you know, um, uh, you know elevated. In the hearts of the fans. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh. Well, let's just let, let's add it up real quick, because um, we we've definitely got a May Young Classic finale. Yeah, I can't wait for we, that. Well, uh, we've got. I can't wait for just the the preliminary rounds. It's gonna yeah, be I'm excited to see Caitlyn again. That was uh, that was yeah. a big announcement for me. I know she wasn't, you know, when she, she when she was there, she was great, uh, but she's not, you know, the most uh, agile, I guess of performers you know she's not doing any cool flips or anything uh she's just you know she's tough badass uh but i had a huge crush on caitlin when she was wrestling for the wwe so it's uh yeah um well they also had a um they also brought in this week uh somebody i've only seen some clips of um maku satomura who they call her the the boss fight in Japan, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she does this really awesome kick finisher that you're you're gonna love. So she's she's definitely gonna probably not win. You know she's gonna be there kind of like Kota Ibushi was. You know just uh, um, you know if you beat them, that's a real accomplishment in in and of itself. Yeah. So she's gonna be there to elevate you know the younger talent. But uh, it's pretty pumped to see her. Or uh, she's a little bit like uh, the Japanese buzzsaw, um, you know, but the the female version. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. That's what I when I when I saw her in there. That's what I that was the thought I had. It, it, it's gonna be cool to see the Tajiri type like step in there and then uh, you know yeah. elevate someone. That that's kind of how I feel. Caitlin Caitlin will be out in the first or second round. She's not going deep, but you know, the, there's also that's okay. That's what yeah, we there's need. A, there's yeah. there's the idea of you know uh, we always talk about it these these uh, workers being uh, these contracted out uh, performers and I think that's part of it uh, with this May Young Classic and then the women's Evolution pay per view I think I think it's easier for them to to dish out these contracts and uh, you know I, I'd expect someone like Caitlyn to to make an appearance now at Women's Evolution even if she's not going deep into the uh, the May Young Classic tournament which she shouldn't she shouldn't go deep this is an opportunity right. for younger talent uh but you know now now you just sign her for a couple extra weeks and now she's at that pay-per-view and that just you know she's someone that that looks good and has worked in the company before she knows how to work in the ring she's been work uh working the indie scene since january 
Um, so that's, you know, that, that's another thing to keep in mind. I, and that, when I wanted to, to chalk up all the, uh, you know, the matches, so uh, I, I wanted to kind of figure out, you know, how much room would we actually have for all these, you know, the 50 wrestlers, um, you know, and what, what's left. Uh, so there, there's there's probably going to be some Battle Royal tournament style uh, thing going on during during that uh, during the women's evolution. There's, I mean, it ha it has to be done, and, and that was you know like the question I asked you earlier: is that the right way to do the women's evolution? I think I think it's the right way because it honors so many different performers that have come and gone throughout the years, uh, even if it's not necessarily highlighting how talented these ladies are, how athletic their matches can be, and how, you know, how many stars on the Meltzer scale, uh, you know, you can, you can earn out of these matches. Um, I guess that's it for me on this. Uh, it, it's, it's great news. I think there's, there's much more news to come. So there, there's more to talk about going forward. Um, you know, when it, when it comes to that, that promo, uh, to introduce it, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was almost, you know, poetic. And Vince comes out there and says very little. Triple H, yeah. who did a lot of the pushing for these women that are that are, you know, doing the women's evolution uh, or the revolution, uh, you know, he he had his opportunity to speak. Uh, but the poetic side of it was letting stephanie do the introductions because two of the biggest decision makers in the wwe right now it's two women that are leading the way and one of them is stephanie mcmahon and uh i i just i enjoyed it a lot i, I really did like you know that that segue of you know vince handing it uh really to stephanie but then she hands it over to triple h so vince vince the triple h who's who's definitely making so many great strides for the wwe right now so many progressive decision uh decisions and then obviously you couldn't have triple h make the full announcement but y you let someone that's that's changed this company to being so much more than just pro wrestling uh and making a difference in people's lives you know she's been uh stephanie's been the mover uh for all the make-a-wish stuff uh all the breast cancer stuff uh, she's yeah. she's the chief brand officer. She is making WWE's brand uh, more important than you know what we whine and bitch about uh, on a weekly basis. And this this is this is it. This is what this is everything that she's done. I mean, this is it like in a visual sense. You know, and I'm not saying she doesn't give us visual opportunities with the Make-A-Wish and stuff, but this is, this could be everything she's ever wanted. You know, this, this is, this is it. Yeah, uh, I just want to, I know in WWE we always got to try to erase history, um, or just not bring it up. Let's not forget that WWE booked those 10 second matches. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they know how to make a superstar out of anybody. That was always Vince's, you know, his comment. I, I could turn anybody into a world champion. Uh, but not any of these women, at least not for the first 40 years of the business. You know. Uh, well, so, you know, that's why I, I liked I liked the setup. You know, Vince had to be out there because he's, you know, the chairman. So, but speaking yeah. very little, because he did, I, I, I would guess, 
And I, I hinted at this in an article this past week that, you know, we really don't know what goes behind those closed doors. We just know the faces that are back there. Uh, right. But based on the long history of the WWE, I'm guessing that most of the work was Triple H and Stephanie. And that's, you know, that's why yeah. I loved that they, they were the ones that were, you know, tri- Triple H was even, I, I would say, it was even more emotional uh, and Stephanie and his his delivery because uh, he got choked up while he was, you know, saying hi to all of his his friends up at the top of the stage that he's helped build up. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, I, I, I still think it's funny that you know it. If I try to bring this up to people who aren't really huge wrestling fans, they're like, "So," and I'm like, "Yeah, but this is this is unprecedented." Like even in the indie scenes, you don't really have you know a full card that's going to be all women. Yeah. Um, and this isn't just like a trash porn show. This these are women who are going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, you know what's kind of cool too, Matt? Um, I'm looking at the last year's poster for the May Young Classic. Yeah. Uh, I forgot how many of the women who are on the roster now are in that tournament. Like Dakota Kai, um, Kyrie, obviously, yeah. uh, Bianca was in there, Lacey Evans. Um, Shayna Baszler. Well, what kind of bums me out is one of the names who I don't see her in this year's tournament, and she really got over last year. Uh, was that Jazzy Gabbert? Oh yeah, she's the the big German one with uh, that blonde mohawk. Yeah. And I still remember when they had that final three on three match. It was like the heels versus the faces, and she was on the heel team. Uh, she got the pinfall. And the crowd just went bananas for her. And she, like, broke kayfabe and was smiling in the ring and waving because she couldn't believe she got over. Like, as a bad guy. Yeah. Like, they just liked her as, like, a, a real female monster heel. You know what I mean? So they were applauding how good she was at being a character. So, yeah, we should probably look her up and uh, see where she's at. She does a lot of indie wrestling now. Um, that's, that's a shock. I saw her... Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> she, Gosh, uh... Quit. She gave up. She had her. Uh, she had her moment. Came in, in ninth place in the May Young, and yep, now she's gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's really cool. Because uh, I follow her on Instagram, um, yeah. and she will showcase, like she goes by the Alpha Female, and she will showcase these great bouts that she has with her, um, some of her like greatest feuds. And she doesn't even come out on top, and she, like, acknowledges as much in the Instagram post. But she's, you know, just mentions how uh, this is a great match, this is a great competitor, this is somebody I'm learning from. So, it's just kind of cool to see her, you know, be humble about it and just, you know, enjoying the the wrestling experience. So, I hope we get to see her in WWE make some money, because it seemed like she won over that crowd. Well, Mike, I tell you, when it comes to uh, bringing in talent the wwe has the money because they just broke their own record for earnings in a quarter uh which you know i i think there's two ways to look at it and that was my segue uh (laughs) so they'll they'll have the money to bring her in and I, I think I think we'll see a lot of acquisitions like that because if there's anybody that's like uh like, I, I kind of like what I'm doing on the indie side. You know, I'm making a lot of money selling t-shirts at, I don't know, Hot Topic. And I just, I, I'm good. And now the WWE, who's made it 
public how much money they're making can say, listen, you that's making all this money with your Hot Topic t-shirts, you're ours now. <laughs> we, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hinting at the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, yeah. but uh, that was that's not really the point. Uh, the, the second quarter is... Uh, it's a big boom for the WWE. Uh, it started with with uh, the pay-per-view we already mentioned, which is the Greatest Royal Rumble, which I, I, I thought the most interesting thing about uh, these numbers coming in and them making so much money. I mean, there's so many interesting parts of this, but, Mike, they, they make $14 million reported uh, at WrestleMania. They do a WrestleMania show. Woo! They make $14 million. They do the Greatest Royal Rumble, which we've already decided in this pay-per-view and we decided it the day after after we watched it and maybe even during that it's a throwaway they make upwards of 40 million dollars for that show and now Oof. we've got an australia show i think coming in october i that like what the wwe is doing right now is expanding globally like we've already talked about on the show uh, where we talked about, you know, wh- why aren't they doing work in Japan, more work in Japan? Um, because that's what every other company is doing, is you expand globally and you can reach new audiences. And that's, you know, this is their, their first time showing us the numbers of their global expansion, or at least their, their new, uh, the new frontier that they're, they're stepping into for their global expansion. And damn! Do they have the money? <laughs> um, I mean, if it's if uh, like one of the things I know we also want to talk about today are the potential contracts headed out the door, uh, and how many guys uh, are you know it really does look like shoot uh, we might not have our favorite guys around you know this time next year or even uh, this upcoming winter. Uh, but if, if yeah, it's speculation. But I mean. Was, I know who you're alluding to. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if it's if it's about the money, uh, or if it's about, you know, giving these guys a number uh, that they can't say no to, uh, that that's the good news coming out of the second quarter. Um, and I think that that's good for us. If you're a WWE fan, that's good news. If you have your favorite wrestler, and, and they know about this too because it's public information, uh, you know, you're telling yourself, do I want to go to the indie scene? and work my ass off to book my own stuff uh, and make, you know, pennies compared to what I can make here at WWE and to that end, or do I stay here with a company I know is making a lot of money, they're making a lot of good decisions, and they're expanding themselves. They're doing their NXT UK, and they're going to be doing an NXT somewhere else. So those are, you know, those are your options. And I I think that that... as we've seen in the last five, even ten years, of how much talent has been brought into the WWE of indie talent and high-caliber uh, wrestling talent, both on the mic, in the ring, I think seeing these numbers just is is that is that great? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a it's an extrapolation of what success they've had, and it's just going to be that much better. Because the more money they make, you don't want to look at this as Vince McMahon's pockets just getting fatter. That is money that's going to go into new investments going forward, especially with the billion dollars coming in from Fox. 
So too many people right. that look at this in a pessimistic way and think, great, Vince has more money. First of all, shareholders do. Second of all, uh, and he is a shareholder. Uh, but second of all, this this is money that you would, as a shareholder, you would rather it was reinvested into the company to have that dollar, that amount per, uh, per uh, share go up. And that's what the WWE has already made decisions saying that they that's what they want to do. That's why the greatest Royal Rumble happens. That's why they're investing in different performance centers throughout the world, not even just in the UK. Um, so that's that's the good news. The bad news, Mike, and we'll, we'll get into this today too, every decision that you've hated over the last five years, including something like Roman Reigns, guys like Finn Balor starting to disappear, <laughs> that does not hurt their bottom dollar even a little bit. <laughs> nope. Any boycott you've decided you're going to do, any, you know, I'm not watching Raw this week, uh, any, you know, t-shirt you haven't purchased doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, I mean, you really got to think about those guys being independent contractors and... I mean, obviously, it's a lot harder to start your own business rather than to, you know, glob on to somebody who's already got something established. Right. But, god damn. Like, what do you tell somebody like Finn Balor or Nakamura? Um, like, Daniel Bryan, you know, he's obviously... He, he's going to get pushed to the moon. Like, it's it's going to happen. Um, I don't think they wanted to start out, you know, immediately with him winning titles, but, you know, he's he's going to have a high-profile feud with The Miz, and then after that, just because of crowd reaction, he's he's going to be fine. Um, but like a Finn Balor, like a, a Nakamura, these guys that they, you know, patted themselves on the back for building up in NXT, and then they come to the main roster, and... They're just on the peripheral. Um... I mean, Shinsuke, he did get to win a Royal Rumble. Um, you know, there aren't very many men who can, you know, say that they've ever done that. Uh, Finn, you know, has a pretty close to, you know, one of the records for staying in a Rumble, but and he was the first Universal Champion, but I don't know. Um, I mean, it's great that, you know, WWE's going to be able to sign all these guys and have these stacked rosters, but, you know, there's only you know, a couple guys who can really be, you know, um, uh, at the top. Right. And it, it's just, <laughs> I just, I don't know what it's like for those guys. If they're getting paychecks, you know, are they complaining? I don't, I don't know. And they're um, not young men It does either. seem like Finn Balor, no, they're getting, you know, Finn Balor's not a young man yeah. anymore. He's, you know, he's mid-30s now. Um. I don't know what to. I don't know what it, what it's like in their heads. You know, you're still getting these 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 nice paychecks from WWE. It's easy to you know sell your merchandise because it's you know it's advertised constantly on a on the WWE network. You deserve it. Bow 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 bow. Coming in hot tonight. Going to buy Finn Balor shirt. <laughs> Maybe some Major Styles gloves and a little Alexa Bliss skirt. I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> that's what I bought. But yeah. it it vaguely rhymed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Little Miss Bliss. Oh, uh, so yeah. I mean, um, that's where you know uh, you don't want to look at these guys and go, "Well, money's all that matters." 
But even if you... I mean, they'd also like to get their own brand out and actually win some matches that, that matter. Yeah. You know, if you want to look back at your career and be proud, do you want to say you were, you know, I pulled the curtain at WrestleMania. Or, you know, you got to look at goddamn Roman Reigns for the <laughs> third third year in a row. Uh, headlining, headlining, headlining against part-timer Brock. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It would frustrate me if I was, you know, Finn Balor... You know, eating this uh, strict diet so you can have these mega abs and you're super over with the crowd. And, it, you know, it every day it's it's just work to look like that. And you never get an opportunity. Um, you keep losing to the same guy over and over, <laughs> banging your head against the wall. You were in heaven in NXT. You were a god. Um, you have this incredible entrance, great music. Um, everything he did is gold. You know, he made baby hashtag baby oil a thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, at um, least to the and and to because you wanted to talk about Nakamura too and his contract being right. Up. I mean, it's the same um, story. He was what was he zero for five against AJ Styles? Did they have five yeah. matches? I mean, he won a couple of the SmackDown matches, but... Oh, yeah, remember he got that big win so he could pick the stipulation, which it should have just been a Rochambeau, and he would have won. But anyway, I mean, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, like, d- this, uh, like, his legacy at WWE is awful. And it might just be that they already know that he's headed out. So they're like, well, why, why are we going to build you up? when you're just leaving so no no thank you god um it's you know it's so difficult to book because it's not like anybody besides aj should have the belt right um but like you know a guy like rusev isn't going anywhere he's i you know maybe he is and i'm wrong but to me he doesn't look like the kind of guy that's built for the indies i mean we have access to his Instagram. I think he really likes all that money he's making, and I would too. So I don't blame him at all. I don't. I don't know if the indie scene is something that Rusev's interested in even a little bit. And again, that is not. I'm not saying anything negative to his person because I wish I was Rusev right now. Um, you know, there's just there's some guys that I think thrive in that uh setting and and he's not so that that's it i'm i'm done with that i'm uh, i've said what i said about rusev and uh like like that's i i just you wonder why the guy that looks like he's never going to leave doesn't get a bigger push you're like why doesn't he beat aj styles he is younger he he's going to be here longer than aj's going to be here um, and I guess that comes back to why I think, you know, Nakamura's out the door, and they already know it, and he's just working out his contract now. I mean, did anything at, at, at WrestleMania or any of those pay-per-views in between, I am i wouldn't vote for any of those Nakamura matches to be match of the year. Not even... Uh... Like, yeah. No. I wouldn't. So... I think a lot of his NXT matches were up there. Um, 
But I think it's interesting that if he's having these high-profile matches with AJ Styles for the championship, it's it's pretty surprising that he didn't have any like A plus 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 matches. Yeah. Um. But I think part of that is just because of the the story that was involved. Um. So I guess we haven't we haven't really focused on this so much. But Matt, hot tag. If you're Shinsuke Nakamura, do you re-up your no. contract? Mike, I mean, your whole family's in Japan. Uh, you could have an amazing comeback to New Japan. Like, you would just explode again and take over that, that brand. And that brand is, is even getting bigger, uh, you know, as, as we speak. Um, so, I... I don't know. It's doing big things. You have a character that people love and miss in Japan, and um, you know you, you're you're gonna make. I, I'm guessing you're gonna make the same amount of money. Uh, you know when you when you come back, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe WWE offers more, but you know now you're back home. Now you're with your family, and you you've tasted. You know if you ever. If you ever wanted to have that, you know, that thought out of your head that you don't want to regret, you know, ah, if only I'd, I'd done the WWE, maybe my, you know, maybe my life would be different. Or, or maybe he just had that taste. And now he's he's tried it, he's sampled it. Uh, the WWE did not, you know, make him a king. So, yeah, I'm done. Like, when I, when I started reading this stuff about the rumors, him leaving... Nothing made more sense. I I I think we've been asking this question without the rumors existing of of Nakamura uh, and his his build or his you know whatever you want to call it wherever his story's going, which is more just sinking. Uh, you know we we've asked the question before these rumors, and it was why you know why would you stay? So. You know, good for him. Yeah, I, the, I mean, like we've talked about how loaded these rosters are. They don't do a good job with his promos, uh, and they've proved, like they've proved, they can't get it to work. So where we love watching him wrestle, we love the come on, and and we love you know come on. When yeah. it comes down to it, I don't think they can figure out how to book him anyway. So, are we getting the best Nakamura? No. Like, then, then it's like, it, it feels like, um, you know, just to keep talking. <laughs> uh, it feels like when you have a loved one who's a vegetable, and you really just have to pull the plug. You know? And, and you're, you're selfish yeah. if you don't pull the plug. Like, you're the monster. You're keeping this vegetable of a body around that can't will never be able to speak again uh or move or get up or interact with you and you just can't let go i yeah. i feel like that's a, if we want a if we want nakamura to stay we're being selfish because this is a guy who's got his own life he's got a better career probably waiting uh in new japan we should want him to go well it's uh it's an exhausting conversation because you really you really want you know you want everybody (laughs) to do well um 
you know, Stone Cold always alludes to it on his podcast. You know, you want everybody making money. You want the machine to keep chugging. Um, but you want to get your shit in, right? You want to be on TV. You want to be main event them pay-per-views. Um, I don't know. I, I Nakamura's been close to the top of the card. Um, he's won our favorite event, but he, he's, he's still floundering. Um, if I were him... I guess I would lean towards the money and whichever country has the better um, waves for surfing, because I know that's a huge priority for him. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have, because uh, we were talking about former NXT champions, Matt, and uh, you know it's kind of kind of jury to talk about, you know Nakamura's, the Finns, um, you know even Rusev to an extent, guys like that, um, but. We crowned a brand new NXT champion this we week. We did? I'm just kidding. A brand new NXT champion. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa has defeated Aleister Black to become NXT champion. The greatest superstar in wrestling history <laughs> now has <laughs> the NXT championship. Um, I... I wish, like, you really can't accuse hyperbole when you talk about NXT writing. The match that he and Black put on was one of the best 30 minutes of entertainment I've ever seen in my life. I, I um, said uh, on my article on VODpodcast.com, I said that last, like, three minutes is some of the best professional wrestling story in the ring. Like, that last three minutes is is some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, as far as, like, the false finishes. Well, um, the, the characters involved, like, like that, the Gargano like story, the, and the, the belts. Well, not even at that point. Oh, where, yeah, like, I'm talking really last thought three that, minutes. Yeah. Like, Ciampa was gonna, you know, bust out the, uh, the crutch and cheat. Um, Black pulling out, you know, all his best offense, and he still doesn't win. Um, and then Ciampa trying to cheat again with the belt. Uh, and Gargano doing the super kick and then accidentally hitting Black in the face with the belt. We were like, ah, you know, it just it 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 was it was perfect writing because all all three of those guys were were enhanced. Yeah. Um, Champo became even more evil. Gargano, you know, was more of a face trying to do the right thing, but he's still more of a ne'er do well <laughs> because he ultimately ends up sabotaging Alistair Black. And Black loses his belt, but doesn't lose it clean. He still put up a hell of a fight, and he had to take a crutch and a gold belt and that crazy Ciampa finisher uh, to finally get taken down. Um, Wait, like, I, I loved that the story still could have been great to finish off the Gargano-Ciampa rivalry. Like, it still would have been great if it was Gargano coming out, ruining... You know the chance of your your rival of, of winning the NXT championship, which is exactly what Ciampa did to Gargano, like going out performing that action and then reigniting that rivalry. Rivalry, like then Ciampa just refocuses his gaze and boom. You know now now you've got the next takeover match, but like that was an option. They could have done that. Ciampa loses. Alistair Black wins. Woo! Every, you know the faces are happy, but to have it go down 
with Gargano screwing up and, you know, trying to get the belt out of the ring. And that, the one funny thing I will say that I, I wish they had a better booking for it, where Ciampa's just like, all right, I'm just going to toss Gargano out of the ring. And then Gargano just, you know, takes a nap outside, I guess. Like, <laughs> what a devastating maneuver to just grab him and toss him out of the ring. Oh, God. All right, I'm done. I'm out. Sorry, Alistair. Yeah. <laughs> if I fuck up, um, that if I think it's fair to at least we can tease that a little bit. That was kind of silly, um, but everything else in that was just ah, oh, it was just mwah, you know, like that. It was it was perfect. It, yeah, it's it's the kind of match that you know when you say you know you meet people who don't like wrestling, like you show them that kind of storytelling, and you're like, okay, uh, all right, maybe I'll give this a shot again. You know, I haven't watched this since I was nine years old, but that was pretty damn cool. Um, I I don't know. It's it's crazy that this is just a throwaway week of NXT. Um, you know, this isn't a takeover, which those are already usually A plus shows. This was just the weekly to do list. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we'll give. Uh, let's move the belt around. You know, uh, maybe the first thing of the night. Maybe we'll have Undisputed Era totally get over and you know get you all excited for a tag team title match and. You know, a, a ricochet promo. It's just... It's what wrestling needs to be. <laughs> um, like, the wrestling talent... God damn it. It just it just frustrates you so much. Because you know how, how strong those those performers are, are, are on Mondays and Tuesdays. And to see... Just... Just... That's it. That's why we love wrestling. Is what happens on Wednesday nights. Or at least what they, you know, show us on Wednesday nights. And it's taped way beforehand. Um, <laughs> I, I was just left shaking my head and smiling. Like this, this, this makes me proud to have that WWE um, network subscription. I mean, I like seeing the tournaments, I like seeing the pay per views, but just stuff like this. Yeah, where you could you, you know can where tune in on a random Wednesday and get to see that, be rewarded for yeah. it. Yeah, feel like your you know your investment is you know paying off at some point. Um, all of your, you know, God all of knows, your time. God knows I still... Yeah, all my time. Well, God knows I still haven't finished the, the last pay-per-view. Um, especially Rules. I haven't... I still haven't watched Especially <laughs> Rules. Uh, but I will be re-watching this, this Ciampa storyline. And I mean, that... You know, I was sitting there... I was sitting there after that match thinking about the just the drowning of booze that Ciampa got. And none of them were because of his um, ability. All those boos were boos for the character. Because now this evil, the real devil, has the belt. Uh, he tried to cheat, and then he still was able to, you know, use his his greatest uh, rival to, you know, sabotage the good guy. And I was on my phone trying to make a list of the greatest heels I could think of. And I was really, really stretching... And pulling my hair out, trying to figure out who in our in our lifetimes of being wrestling fans can match up to Ciampa as far as being just a dirty bastard heel that gets real heat from the crowd without having to do cheap pops about this city sucks or um, you know like a Roman Reigns or a Cena boo or a you know uh, my girlfriend was talking about how. Uh, does Rey Mysterio count? I'm like, no, we just booed him because he wasn't Daniel Bryan <laughs> once. Uh, so, 
<laughs> I was trying to find who the hell is an actual evil bastard heel at the Chompa level. And I, I, it's a short list. I really couldn't think of anybody. You had maybe Vince McMahon in the Stone Cold feud, yeah. you know, in the 90s. Uh, Iraqi sympathizing Sergeant Slaughter, I guess. Um, I'd say Randy Orton for some chapters of his career actually got booed when he was legend killing all the legends. Um, we go back, like, think about who's booking this. Is Shawn Michaels. And yeah. his rivalries, you know, not only not only breaking up his own tag team, but then when he's fighting with Chris Jericho years later, which is still, yeah. you know, heralded as one of the the greatest feuds of all time because it went on forever. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just a one off. Um, you know, it was separated between pay per views. Um, yeah, that was that was one where you were you know you were cheering for like. Uh, like righteousness and you know it went it went beyond like just oh i don't like this guy i want him to win it was like no kill chris jericho a bastard like yeah i i think i think that 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 could go up there yeah i mean you know i like this is so good i'm putting it up there with uh like nwo hulk hogan um where you're you're you just want to yell like you wanted me gene in there Chapa, look at all this crap in the ring, you bastard. You know, you screwed over Johnny Gargano. You screwed over Aleister Black. You're cheating to win title matches. Let's hear you explain yourself, you know. And Chapa wouldn't have to do anything. You'd just smile, have the referee strap the belt on, and do his little Princess Diana wave, you know, while he's just moonwalking up the ramp. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's just going to troll the boss of WWE like he did this week on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if you saw that where he did the yeah, head that. Yeah, that was swap. pretty great. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like he's not even he's not even being you know like a funny heel. He's just being evil. Uh, there's there's not a lot of precedent for that. Um, just incredible bad guy. Um, I know that you weren't a massive fan of his work, but I'd say when he was battling, um, um. Uh, Finn Balor and Nakamura in NXT. I think Samoa Joe was a real heel. Um, as far as just, you know, having a, 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 a perpetually furrowed brow. Yeah. And just staring at talent, you know, saying, I'm going to kick your ass. And then his move is a choke out. You know, it's not even a real submission move. He's just, you know, he's just choking you to death and leaving your carcass in the <laughs> ring. Um, and people love chanting, Joe, Joe, Joe. But he got all the boos. Um, it wasn't at this level, but, you know, as far as a contemporary, something that's close, that's not sarcastic booing, there's there's not a lot of peers for Ciampa. Um, and to think that it wasn't that long ago that he was just, he was not Johnny Wrestling of DIY. Um, like, for me, when they were tag team, you know, he's fine. You know, he was... You know, taking some abuse before the you know Johnny Wrestling hot tag would come in. So, to see what Champa's doing now, it's it's we just get to bask in it. This this is an incredible character that's that's been built, um, self built out of a you know a tag team that crumbled. Um, it's it's so impressive. This is something that you know, and we're talking about it in you know ten years. Um, you know, there was. Um, 
the Hogan eras. There was, um, you know, the Rocks and Stone Colds. And now we could say, wow, remember when Ciampa turned himself into one of the greatest villains of all time? We're in the middle of it, and we just we just get to enjoy it. I can't wait to see what they do with this storyline. They're going to be able to protect everybody with... I would... I gotta think that in some way there's gonna be triple threat matches with Black Gargano and um, and Champa going at it. I, I I can't wait. Yeah, that's that's the interesting thing to me is where they go from here. Cause I you know a couple weeks ago I was writing articles about I I actually want this to go like I wanted I wanted the build of if Gargano there's... to go till WrestleMania. Like I wanted him to just be pushing yeah. his way to get back to Champa. Now this could be done at the next takeover. I mean, uh, hot tag question myself: Do you wanna do you wanna wait till WrestleMania, or do you want do you want to see Ciampa and Gargano at the next takeover for the NXT Championship? Well, um, I gotta think. You know, Black's gonna cash in his um, you know rematch clause, so yeah. he's he's gonna be getting another fight with Ciampa. At the next takeover, um, but you know the way WWE, uh, you know NXT has has booked that title, they haven't been doing you know those quick turnovers. We you know we talked about that. So if you get it, you know you're gonna hold on to it for yeah. a while. Um, we wanted Black to have a good dance partner. He got one that was better, um, but it, you know it was one of the best Black matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so this will this will probably keep the two of them busy for a little while before we have the massive WrestleMania takeover payoff between uh, Gargano and Ciampa. Ultimately, finally, with gold on the line. Um, so you are good and with that could, WrestleMania. That could. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I want Ciampa to have that belt for a while. Um, if if this turns into at, rest, at you know the WrestleMania weekend, if it turns into a sixty man, you know Iron Man match, something like that. Uh, this is one of the feuds, you know, we haven't seen that. When's the last time we actually saw a 60-man Iron Man match, like, scheduled? I, mean, I don't mean Seth Rollins 60, hanging out, you know, minute. in a gauntlet. <laughs> Iron keep Man. keep saying 60-man. <laughs> oh, 60-minute Iron Man. <laughs> 60 dudes in the ring. A 60-man Iron Man. the most pins is champ. Ah, <laughs> go, go, go! <laughs> uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> was that Sean and Triple H? Or Sean and uh, HBK? Or Sean and, God damn it, Sean and Bret Hart. I was picturing the stupid pink sunglasses, too. Um, um, is that the last one? What was the Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar? Was that a 60 minute or was that 30 minutes? Ooh. Was that on an episode of yeah, SmackDown? Yeah, that was on SmackDown. Oh, so you're, you're talking it's got to be a pay-per-view... I, you know, if we, if you can, if you got an extra sixty minute, um, <laughs> uh, Iron Man match, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind. Sorry about that. That motorcycle, um, Baron Corbin just drove by. Oh, um, I didn't even hear it. He just made a guest spot. Yeah, Constable is on a motorcycle. He's on now. his way to the show. Uh, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he's got a big house yeah like that would that, that would um, be amazing and i i think for me too like I, i'm torn because i want to see the next gargano champa match so bad but if we were forced to wait till the wrestlemania takeover and then that was your main event you know like that 
that there's two there's the good thing out of that is then then that match becomes like the greatest takeover match of all time because we've been waiting forever for it it's for the gold we'll see gargano finally win the title all that but the problem with that is that because we're waiting for it then everything in between just feels like a throwaway like any NXT Championship match with Aleister Black is a rematch. Like anything that happens like that, we know Ciampa's winning, and it won't be as fun, right? Like that. Then it just turns into like we were just talking last night about TV shows we watch, and there was one that I just watched. But I think where you you're know... you're. I was gonna say you're grading it on the WWE curve, like. The way they've written this storyline, I, I had no idea Johnny Gargano was hopping out of the stands. I figured Ciampa would try to cheat somehow, um, but I didn't think that the face would have a, a chance because of Gargano's interference. Because, um, I mean, if if something happens and Gargano screws it up again, I don't mind seeing Alistair and Gargano go at it for a little while with Ciampa, just kind of laughing in the background, you know, watching these, these good guys, you know... Um, needlessly fight each other when there should be other priorities it's 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 literally like they're putting together like captain america civil war like that's what they just put together that's a good point so like you know iron man and captain america are going to be fighting each other instead of you know the real villain which is goddamn thanos champa you know over there just laughing while he's throwing his his daughter into a volcano so he can win the nxt title (laughs) um I, I'm I'm really excited. I, I I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to sit tight and buckle in, and I can wait till WrestleMania takeover because this this story deserves it. Fine. Um, where do we go from here? We've we've got. Uh... I don't know. I mean, we just uh, we're at like the pinnacle of of wrestling. We're at we're we're, we're at the apex. We're in the middle of like the Rock's ascension of. Stone Cold fighting the boss. We're in the middle of Ciampa and Gargano. Um, yeah. And it's such a good story that we've barely talked about Undisputed Era this week. Um, we kind of glossed over that, that, that uh, you know, uh, what was that guy's name uh, that Adam Cole fought this week? Um, oh I know Ricochet gosh. didn't remember yeah, his name. I, uh, <laughs> it's Medusa uh, Sha- or Medula or... Yeah. I mean, like, I don't even... There's oh, the an ad for you. Uh, <laughs> good old Bleacher Report. Um, yeah, uh, I... But, but yeah, that wasn't the story. It was just we wanted to get them to the next part where Ricochet comes out and says, hey, uh, maybe defend that title once, Adam. Um, you know, and then the, the cavalry comes, and then, you know, the other cavalry comes. It was... It's it's just NXT at its best. Well, you know what's funny? Like they we should just... have talked about this first, because now I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to talk about Ciampa and Gargano. <laughs> I know. We were we you were know how hard it. it was to put this off till the end. But there was we had to we had to cover the women first. That's that's you know once in a lifetime. Uh, but then you're like, well, so is Ciampa. He's once in a lifetime. Uh, but it's 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 it's. I, I hope they realize what a what a treasure they have that NXT roster. Yeah. Um, well, the, the I think uh, what you wanted to get at with the undisputed era, or at least, well, this is kind of what I see happening. 
Um, you've got, finally, a North American title defense. You know, regardless of what Adam Cole said, it's it's going to happen. Uh, him and Ricochet. Yeah. Uh, but then they're also setting up easily for War Games, which I think is the next takeover after SummerSlam. Something like that. Feels like that makes sense, right? War Games? Anyway, uh, so they need another War Games. You're going to want the Undisputed Era involved in it. Um, and then... War Raiders have to be involved again, too. Uh, and if they're going to be setting up some sort of feud going forward for them to be winning the NXT tag titles, I like them holding off that match because Undisputed Era, that that is your big call-up at WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. Um, I know I shouldn't be talking about that because I, I am the one that says the rosters are way too loaded, but you can't, you can't yep. keep Adam Cole... I mean, that guy just owns a crowd, and you need that sort of heelish, uh, you know, I don't know, character running around on the main roster. You need it. You've got Kevin Owens that's, you know, is doing great work, but you get you get another Adam Cole running around on SmackDown. Oh, my God. It'd be beautiful. Uh, a- anyway, so that... That's that's sort of the line I'm I'm seeing coming up is War Raiders you know are gonna start feuding with Undisputed Era but you hold off on that tag title match and the North American title you know gets let you, you let that go Undisputed Era is free to come up uh, to the main roster and that's that's my fantasy yeah. booking up until WrestleMania next year you're welcome um, but hey. that's. That's what I, that, that's what I saw here was it wasn't just the build for a, a North American title uh, defense this is geez this is going all the way to November December uh, is how far that, that just that one conversation turned into is uh, booking and foreshadowing for the end of the summer and all the way through fall which is good. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not too worried about who's making main roster jumps. Um, I read some stuff that was saying Aleister Black might um, after TakeOver. Like, this coming one. Um, that's why he dropped the belt. But, but what like, does he do? Like, where no. does he fit with that? Like, I get, like, that's... Well, it's just, like, I think the only thing is think. if he if he's going to have, you know, a match or two with Ciampa then what do you do with him after that? So he just loses the belt a couple times, and then he boop, boop, just gets just gets called up. Um, yeah, then he... I mean, like, we saw it with, Al, we saw it with Almas, who, who... He's not on the NXT roster for a terribly long time. He had about a 100-day run with the belt, and then he's like, well, I lost it, here I go. And they just elevated him up. Well, at um, least with him, like, he was owning, uh, like, Lucha Underground, and we know that he knows, like... He knows how TV works. He's great in the ring, and they, they have a good spokesperson for him. How how does TV work? You know what I mean. Like they make that big. Uh, <laughs> like they have this idea of like, oh, it's so hard to like. Yeah, anybody could be a pro wrestler, but to know how to work the camera. I, that's what they say. So that's where I'm coming from. Anyway, just just move on, move along. Whatever point you were making, <laughs> just move along. Christ. Um. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I I'm just I don't have any issues with NXT. I'm I'm happy with 
the guys being on there now. I feel like every week I get a really good show. Uh, I mean, I didn't even get to see half of my favorites this week. Um, I didn't get to see my Pirate Princess. I didn't get to see Velveteen Dream. I didn't get to see EC3. You only got to see... Heavy yeah. Machinery didn't fight. I was going to say, they're only on social media. Um, yeah. Um, I actually like... I like Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. I wouldn't mind hearing some promos from them. Um... Uh, Street Profits, we haven't really seen much of. Um, yeah, it's it it's it's just a golden era right now. This for for NXT, so I'm okay. I, I like watching these stories develop. I like every time I, I tune in. I'm I'm happy with my hour spent, um, except for all the goddamn commercials. Jesus Christ, it's a, it's like a forty minute show with all the commercials they stuff in there. And you know what? I I do deserve it, and I deserve some better merchandise. I want some heavy machinery clothes. I want some steaks that say, What come in? Like some talking steak t-shirts. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I picked up... I want some new Velveteen Dream clothes. I picked up my Drew McIntyre Ziggler t-shirt this week to finally support, uh, support the show, as they call themselves. And now we have a new friend of the show in Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yay! That's right, folks. Got Drew McIntyre liked a tweet. Boom! So I would say we're best friends. Um, best friend of the show? Yep. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Well, Mike, I've got downtown pushdown. Um, we've we've talked. That that means I have to poop in the. Uh, that's uh, that's industry speak uh, for. I gotta take a shit. <laughs> So there's like in wrestling there's a there's a shoot and matt's about to make a shit all right so we've so, talked nxt matt, uh did we did we tell samoa joe when they did a good job this week oh man we didn't even touch on that yeah i just wanted to i just wrote one one comment about that um that samoa joe is really good at contract negotiations uh he just <laughs> he just uh, chokes out whoever you know is in his way, and then signs the dotted line. I like to think that's how yeah. he initially signed his WWE contract. I uh, yeah, um, I didn't realize. Like I'm in the, I'm looking for a job right now. I didn't realize I was doing this whole interview process wrong. Totally yeah. wrong. Yep, you need to be in the room and choke out whoever has the offer. <laughs> it's a good way yeah. to go. Well, we were gonna go with this guy, but uh, Matt showed up. Um, out of nowhere uh, choked me out just actually. wearing basketball yeah. shorts uh and he <laughs> wrapped his whole body around the guy uh he's he's I dead call now. basketball shorts he had like a little skirt on like a weird kind of like a kind of like a skirt with big slits on the side but it wasn't revealing because he also had really tight bicycle shorts on underneath yeah. um it's very flowy it I, looks comfortable as hell. i wouldn't call him yeah, I wouldn't call him cut, uh, but you wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't fuck with him. How about that? Um, and then I thought he was just giving me like a like a piggyback ride, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> so then he was in the system, and he's hired. So there you go. He's been here for three years now. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess I just wanted to make sure we got that out of the way. Um, you liked 
Randy Orton's promo. I just we're we're hitting an hour and twenty minutes, and there's a lot of stuff we didn't touch on. Um, Randy Orton, good promo. Uh, he's a heel again, so he's doing his Big Show impression. Uh, when your character gets old enough, I guess you just turn on a dime and you decide your motivations yeah, you just, have changed. Uh, you're just Michael Scott with the vasectomy. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> uh, that's that's. Big show. I'm, I'm glad Randy Orton is, is taking up the mantle now. We needed somebody to step in and get some snip, snap, snip, snaps. Um, I'm trying to think, did anything else happen? Oh, uh, I said rest in peace, sanity. Uh, they've lost again <laughs> uh, to the New Day, so they're out of the tag team title tournament. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we forgot about them for three months and then remembered them and then had them lose every match. Uh, I, why? What the fuck? I don't know. Vince really must have watched some TNA Eric Young highlights, and he wants to just bury this poor bastard. Um, yeah, is there anything else that we wanted to touch on besides the death of Sanity? Um, oh, and the big shocker. We didn't even mention that. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Stunned! <laughs> The WWE Universe by beating Bob Lash. Woo! Oh boy, what a fun you know what? lead That's, up to I'm okay. SummerSlam. I'm okay with that. Hey, it's over. I'm okay with it, that. I'm happy with it because we're finally gonna be done with this bullshit. Oh, uh, because I, I gotta think Braun is just gonna cash in at SummerSlam anyway, so it does it doesn't really matter. I hope. I hope. Um. Yeah, that's that's about it this week. Yep. I, I I've I don't want to I don't want to dwell too much on those other things. I wanted to talk about the women. I wanted to talk about the greatest hour in wrestling history. Uh, Matt, are you all set for this week? Um, I am. I'm not. Can you still hear me? Because one of my headphones just yeah. died on me while we were talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good sign that we should wrap up. Um, I'm good. Uh, also, I'll just say on closing, so we don't need to get into it. But also, the the death of, of Drew McIntyre, I think, is 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 nigh. Um, at least uh, just seeing Dolph, he's fine. Dolph and Drew just start to lose, and then you you ask, why do I care? Um, uh, it, it's it's coming. I'm just I'm upset he's, about it. He's gonna be fine. He's fine. That's why I bought a T-shirt because I thought maybe they'd go, "Hey, T-shirt sales are up for McIntyre and Ziggler. Let's put them back in the winning." Let's. Uh, ooh, looks like that loss was a big idea. <laughs> Sold a lot of T-shirts this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's see if Matt buys another one. All right. Well, that, this has been episode 35, the Brothers of Discussion. We are uh, all yep. of our 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 fun articles and podcasts you can find at bod i'm sorry it's uh, bodpodcast.com go to twitter and facebook at bodpodcast uh send us messages either way dm us uh let us know what you like what uh you know give us some feedback and of course tell us what you liked what you what you really liked what you loved um we want to thank our special guests of the show we want to thank uh drew mcintyre for liking a tweet we want to thank Otis Dozovich for opening the show. <laughs> ah, you're welcome. <laughs> Feeling a lot better after doing all that sucking. Oh, good. I'm glad the lozenge worked. I'm cough syrups. Yeah. <laughs> ah, 
We'll see you next week for the Brothers of Discussion. And, see you later, And the game. last thing was, uh, don't forget to subscribe and review on iTunes and SoundCloud. Alright, thanks everybody! <laughs>